What had brought her to the Russian class was her fascination with ballet. She had been dancing since she was five, she had explained to him the first time they talked, and you don't understand ballet until you understand the Russians. She had been nervous and intense and wide-eyed, and her body was a poem of symmetry and grace, which held him spellbound when he went to watch her dance the next day. She had been born in Hartford, Connecticut, and her father worked for a bank, which seemed much too plebeian to her. She longed for a history that included greater poignancy, a mother in a wheelchair, a father with TB who would have died shortly after she was born. Bernie would have laughed at her the year before, but not in his junior year. At twenty, he took her very, very seriously. And she was a fabulous dancer, he explained to his mother when he went home for the holidays. Is she Jewish? his mother asked when she heard her name. Sheila always sounded Irish to her, and Borden was truly frightening. But it could have been Boardman once, or Berkowitz, or a lot of other things, which made them cowardly, but at least acceptable. Bernie had been desperately annoyed at her for asking him the question she had plagued him with for most of his life. His mother asked him that about everyone. Is he Jewish? Is she? What was his mother's maiden name? Was he bar mitzvahed last year? What did you say his father did? She is Jewish, isn't she? Wasn't everyone? Everyone the Fines knew, anyway. Bernie's father, one of the country's top throat surgeons, didn't object so violently to Sheila, but Ruth Fine continued to be horrified. She was the consummate mother, and when she discovered that Bernie hadn't been traveling alone in Europe the summer between his junior and senior years, but with his girlfriend, Bernie thought she'd have a stroke. Still, he was in love, and nothing could stop him from seeing Sheila. He surprised her on Valentine's Day with a beautiful little diamond ring he had bought for her, with money his grandparents had left him when they died. It was a small, neat, emerald-cut solitaire. It was only a carat and a half, but the stone was impeccable. The day he bought it, his chest felt tight. He was so excited all the way home. He had swept her off her feet, kissed her hard on the mouth, and thrown the red-wrapped box in her lap with a careless toss. Try that on for size, kid. She had thought it was a joke and laughed until she opened it. And then her mouth fell open, and then she burst into tears. She had thrown the box back at him and left without a word. Nothing made any sense to him until she came back to talk about it late that night. They both had rooms, but more often than not, they both stayed in his. It was larger and more comfortable, and he had two desks. She stared at the ring in the open box. How could you do a thing like that? He didn't understand. Maybe she thought the ring was too big, or he'd spent too much money. A thing like what? I want to marry you. His eyes had been gentle as he reached out to her, but she turned away and walked across the room. I thought you understood. All this time, I thought everything was cool, Sheila said. What the hell does that mean? It means I thought we had an equal relationship. Of course we do. What does that have to do with anything? We don't need marriage. We don't need all that traditional garbage. She looked at him disgustedly, and he was shocked. All we need is what we have right now for as long as it lasts. It was the first time he had heard her talk like that, and he was wondering what had happened to her. And how long is that? Today? Next week, she shrugged. Who cares? What difference does it make? But you can't nail it down with a diamond ring. Well, pardon me. But he was suddenly furious. He grabbed the box, snapped it shut, and threw it into one of his desk drawers. I apologize for doing something so innately bourgeois. I guess my Scarsdale was showing again. She looked at him as though with brand new eyes. I had no idea you were making so much of this.
She looked puzzled by him, as though she suddenly couldn't remember his name. I thought you understood everything. She sat down on the couch and stared at him as he strode to the window, and then turned to look back at her. No, he said. You know something? I don't understand anything. We've been sleeping with each other for over a year. We basically lived together. We went to Europe together last year. What did you think this was, a casual affair? Not for him. He wasn't that kind of man, even at 21. Don't use such old-fashioned words. She stood up and stretched, as though she were bored, and he noticed that she wasn't wearing a bra, which only made things worse. He could suddenly feel his desire for her mounting. Maybe it's just too soon. He looked at her hopefully, led by what he felt between his legs as much as what he felt in his heart, and hating himself for it. Maybe we just need more time. But she was shaking her head, and she didn't kiss him goodnight as she walked.